Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly, episode 12, May 2021. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. My name is Sean. This week's news, Spotify lets us share podcast timestamps. Having invested a lot into the podcasting business, Spotify now wants to improve our ability to share the content. Unlike music that is usually listened from start to finish, a single podcast episode may contain various information that may or may not interest listeners' peers. People who want to comment or discuss a particular part of that episode can soon use Spotify's new sharing method to capture a timestamp instead of the whole episode. By turning this function on, you will be able to share the podcast episode from the timestamp where you pause where you pause that episode <coughs> of podcast to Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, WhatsApp, SMS, and more. Uh, this is also a good feature for podcasts, pod- podcasters to market their content by sharing specific discussions that happen. Right now, like us, we had to cut parts of the episode down into bits and then share them separately, which is a lot of work. Uh, this new function will allow podcasters like us to share their times that timestamp and listeners after listening to that little mini topic within a timestamp can continue to listen to the to the rest of the episode if they so choose. Podcasts have had a lot of trouble integrating with social media sharing for the longest time because podcasting is essentially uh, an evolution of radio. Um, whereas social media is very new, so social media is short, podcasting is a, is a bit more long form. Um, until now, it seems that with Spotify's help, Spotify can actually bring connect the two and make things easier moving forward. Clubhouse finally launches Android app in the US. The world has been waiting for this a long time and we still have to wait for it if we are not in the US. Clubhouse has finally finished building their Android app and finished beta testing it and it's ready for the use uh, for use in the US. For the rest of the world, hopefully we don't have to wait very long. Twitter recently offered Clubhouse an acquisition amount of 4 billion US dollars, which the company turned down. Then, the company took that opportunity to raise funds based on that same valuation. Coincidence? I did talk about this before. I don't think it's a coincidence, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Even with the newfound cash, Clubhouse may still find it difficult to secure its footing in the industry. Virtually every single social media and chat company has announced plans to build or include similar functions into their own apps. While the function itself may no longer be novel, I believe Clubhouse can still maintain its uniqueness as a specialist in this format. Um, We don't call it a Facebook killer because it will not kill Facebook because it does not have the amount of stuff that Facebook has, but it can be another Snapchat. So Snapchat isn't bad. Snapchat has a niche. It does very well its own niche. Uh, It is specialized in stories. It doesn't try to do other things and try to be everyone else. And there are a lot of users out there who value this specialty and Clubhouse can be that. And it is perfectly okay to be that. It is okay for every other platform to have stories like what Snapchat created, much like what Clubhouse will, you know, uh, give to the entire social media and chat world. But if Clubhouse plays it well, Clubhouse can be a very good um, Snapchat equivalent for audio social media. Instagram for kids pushes ahead ever since Facebook's announcement 
of plans to build an Instagram for kids, which they call in Kidstagram, which I will continue to call it Kidstagram, which is because it's shorter than Instagram for kids. Many authorities asked for proper explanations, especially in the US and in the EU. They asked for, for proper explanations on how uh, Facebook would protect children from unwanted content and people. Topics that ended that needed clarification included how Facebook would prevent predators posing as another child on their platform, uh, harmful content that masks as children's videos, to quote failures from YouTube videos, uh, YouTube for Kids, which had this <clears throat> big scandal where a lot of children's videos, which are not for children, kind of got into the, the YouTube for Kids channels because they are cartoonish, but they don't contain a cartoonish kind of content. So uh, <clears throat> another one is exposing children to social media addiction and undue mental pressure and more. <clears throat> In Facebook's defense, they said that Messenger for Kids worked out well, which can set a similar platform, uh, which can they, which says that they prove that they, they do have the formula to create a similar platform, uh, formula for Instagram, for Kidstagram, uh, exposing kids to social media at an early age can also teach them how to better, um, how to better manage using these platforms, living with these platforms without succumbing to addiction. To to addiction, this is true as well because um, if you teach a kid how to manage social media usage at a young age and balance it out at a very young age, it creates a habit, and when they know how to manage it from a very young age, the chances of them abusing it and getting addicted to it is a lot lower compared to us adults who pick it up at a very late stage and uh, we don't have adults to teach us what to do and what not to do and how to do it and everything. And you know, we think we know what we're doing, but actually we don't kind of stuff. So the chances of us getting addicted is a lot higher. <coughs> but none of these arguments matter because Instagram is already pushing ahead with building Kidstagram. Whether you like it or not, your children will demand to have their own account or risk being alienated by their peers. Uh, it is a very tough time to be a parent. All the best. Twitter enables large image display on timeline. Twitter has been testing the ability to post images in full display for a few months now, and it's now ready for everyone on both iOS and Android. With this new format, tall images, taller images, uh, like vertical ones, can be published without any crop, giving it a full view without clicking into the post. This could mean a lot for marketers because taller images will take up more screen real estate vertically from top to bottom, right? Um, which is a very good attention, uh, which is a very good trick to catch attention because the less, uh, the more real estate, the more screen, as screen real estate you cover from top to bottom, the less distractions you have. And the less distractions you have, the more attention you catch. But there is a downside to this. Marketers have been taking advantage of Twitter's cropping of images for a while now. Uh, images would have hidden sections. Let's say if you have a very tall image, they would crop it down to, let's say, close to square because Twitter used to be able to only handle that, that screen ratio. And there are hidden sections that can only be revealed when someone taps to show the entire thing. With images fully shown without users tapping in, engagement rate of content would most probably drop and marketers need to adjust to work with this as well. Twitter has been working to encourage users to move from using the platform as a text-only social media uh, to also include visual and audio formats. They have recently enabled display of up to 4K resolution, uh, 
uh, 4K image resolution to the joy of photographers all over the world. I think it is good that Twitter is focusing on photographers because there isn't any mainstream big social media platform that that does any um, <clears throat> um, that helps the photographers do any justice to their work because you go on Facebook, upload a picture on Facebook and everything gets degraded. Um, and Instagram, everything gets degraded as well. So it's good that Twitter gets to preserve the quality as much as possible of the images that the photographers have. And uh, they are also working to roll out spaces, their version of Clubhouse to the rest of the world. It's now available in the US and maybe some parts of the world which I'm not aware of, but soon it will be available to everyone else. Uh, so they are focusing both on visual and audio as well. <clears throat> Snapchat rolls out dark mode. After months of trials and beta tests, Snapchat is finally rolling out dark mode to iOS users. No Android yet. Uh, not all iOS users though, since I am on the latest version and I still can't activate it. So still, you can check if it's available on your app by going to your Snap profile. On the top right, there's the gear knob. Click on settings and go to app appearance. If you don't see app appearance, you don't have dark mode. Uh, there you can allow it to either switch to either match the system, which follows the dark and light mode of your phone setting. So your phone setting will have it light mode when the sun is out, dark mode when the sun is down, or you can go to full light mode or full dark mode completely. Based on the screenshots and reports from Gadgets360, there isn't anything compelling about this dark mode aside from having a black background. Also, I thought the whole dark mode thing was done and dusted back in 2017, 2018. Why are people still rolling out dark mode at 2021? TikTok adds two new functions, only one makes sense. The popular lip syncing and in my opinion, time wasting, time wasting can be for good and bad. App just announced they are working on two new functions. The first is an in-app shopping Bloomberg reports that the company is testing this feature in Europe by partnering with several brands, including US-based streetwear company Hype. This feature really works with TikTok's social media style because uh, TikTok is a good way to sell casual items because you know it's a short video kind of thing, can easily be adapted to, uh, to market and to, to provide shopping to these kind of brands. Uh, with proper implementation, with proper implementation, I believe that it can out perform Facebook and Instagram when it comes to shopping. Well, yeah, Facebook and Instagram isn't exactly pushing very fast in terms of shopping anyway, so not much of a hurdle there. The next one, which doesn't make sense to me yet, is a recruitment tool. According to Axios, this new feature by TikTok will help people find jobs and companies, recruiters and brands to unearth solid candidates. TikTok said the recruitment feature won't be baked into the app itself, rather an external website for that sole purpose. So it's gonna be a website, a link to website, and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's a recruitment site. The company hopes that uh, we, the, the users and employees and everything, would post video resumes that will land us jobs. I can see employers and brands hiring based on their ability to create content, uh, but maybe not as management trainees or bankers or auditors or accountants. So yeah, maybe just the creative jobs. Then yeah, then it makes sense. 
Social Media Weekly podcast is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and more. Our full videos, a few full videos are available on YouTube, and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Social Media Weekly episode 12 May 2021. My name is Sean. Stay safe. See you next week. Au revoir.